It's Monday morning, it's 9.30, and that means it's time for Food Talk. I'm Marianne Myers, and I am joined by telephone uh, with my fabulous co-host, Linda Perkins. Good morning, Linda. Good morning, Marianne. I got my apron on. <laughs> you do? <laughs> I really do. And it's orange, and we all know why, because well, yeah. this, this is our annual show about a single ingredient, candy corn. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I said, well, yeah, thinking that I knew, but clearly I did not know. You didn't and get the memo? No, nor did I get the candy corn, so <laughs> completely unprepared. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, it's so pretty. Yeah. It tastes like earwax with sugar. <laughs> I know, dipped in, uh, I don't know, <laughs> corn syrup. <laughs> Now, you all don't have to call in or write letters. I am so sorry I said that about candy Yeah, I know. I know. No no offense. We should have a pre-show disclaimer that just plays before Food Talk every other week on Mondays. We should just say, you know, don't take offense at anything. 99% of the time, we don't even mean it. So, <laughs> we're being completely insincere. Just relax. Yeah. And when we do mean it, well, we're really sneaky and you won't know. <laughs> we hardly know. I know. <laughs> hey, what have you been cooking? Well, um, it feels, I mean, like fall, full on. And so I've been making things like lasagna and beef stroganoff, um, just kind of folly, wintry things. A lot of stuff with delicate. Um, cottage squash, you know, I love yes, that so much. I know, so good. I just had yeah. some uh, farro with roasted squash, really good. Hey, I, yeah. I'm, um, I, well, I have questions because I've been experimenting with beef stroganoff recipes. Oh, really? And apparently, we're both <laughs> kicking it old school because you know beef yeah. stroganoff. But yeah. I'm just wondering about uh, what you know your recipe. Like, do you okay. have a favorite way that you do it? I do. So um, I I like beef stroganoff the way that you normally do it, where you kind of cut thin slices of steak and saute them. But the way that I usually make it and the way that I enjoy it the most is I kind of make a pot roast to start with. I mean, I get a, a, a big hunk of tuck roast and I, I put it in the um, you know pot, cover it with liquid, and I put um, garlic and thyme and carrots and onions and celery and uh beef broth and chicken broth and vegetable broth, just whatever kind of broth I have, the more the merrier in there. And I braise it for about four hours at, oh, maybe 315, between 300 and 325. And then it's just real tender and fall off the bone. And then I just make beef stroganoff out of that, just because I just really like that texture. Oh, interesting. So I, I'm, I, I do it differently than most people do. Yeah, but it sounds delicious. And, and so when you're making the gravy, t- t- talk to me about sour cream. <laughs> yeah, so so what I do is I just kind of make a gravy like I normally would for a pot roast. And then I saute up a whole bunch of mushrooms and onions and then um, put a little bit of that gravy in there. And then I just put in sour cream. And that's so funny that you said that because normally maybe I'd put in about half a cup, I would guess. But um, uh, I made it just a couple nights ago, and I just had a little bit left, and it was just fine. And then I put a little bit of heavy cream in there, too, mm-hmm. just to make it a little lighter. And it was just fine. Um, do you, have you ever tried to freeze it once you've made it? Does it freeze? Yeah, and it works. It works. It does. That's yeah. that's really good to know. Because yeah. I've always just made how much 
we need for a meal. Yeah. But when you're making it, you might as well make a, a bunch of yeah. it if you can freeze some. Well, and especially if you make it pot roast style, you know, because yeah. you've got a, a big hunk of, yeah. of meat to start with. And then you add a whole bunch yeah. of, you know, mushrooms. I like it with a lot of mushrooms. Yeah. So you freeze it and then you thaw it. It looks kind of clotty, but you stir it up and it's just fine. Yeah. Well, I've been, mm, I've been, uh, it's, it's, yeah, <laughs> nothing like it. One of our favorite food adjectives. <laughs> how, how do you make it? Well, I've been experimenting with um, uh, different ways, uh, different recipes, mm-hmm. because I haven't found one that I like all the way across the board, but I have okay. not done, I've done the meat more uh a traditional way, like with a piece of tenderloin where you just, uh, like how you're supposed to. <laughs> well, and, and if you're not making a, uh, you know, a barrel of it, then that's yeah. a perfectly fine way to do it. It's very fast. Um, yeah. and, and so, I mean, it does, it takes less time to saute the meat than it does the onions and, um, mushrooms. But, yeah. um, but one of the things that I'm not so crazy about with beef stroganoff is the sour cream and that is a signature taste of beef stroganoff you know you Hmm. can't really just eliminate the sour cream but sour cream is fussy and it will break really easily if you don't temper it you know yeah um so and I I do that I mean I put a little bit of juice in there and whisk it up and a little more and a little more and a little more you're right yeah yeah I've seen beef stroganoff made with mustard instead of sour cream well I have tried it with two two different ways with a little Dijon and the sour cream, um, mm-hmm. and also instead of the Dijon, some tomato paste. Um, oh, really? And what did you think? I thought that they were both really good, but what I liked best was sort of a combination of two of my uh, most favorite stroganoff recipes, where I used uh, creme fraiche instead of sour cream, and yum. Yeah, that would work. So good. Uh, yeah. But but also, I like the Dijon more than the tomato paste, uh, okay. even though the tomato paste, you know, gets browned with the uh, mushrooms and stuff before you mix in the liquids. And, and it is it does give a real uh, richness to the gravy. But I like the tang of Dijon in there. And okay. um, I think everything has Worcestershire, but some of them have wine and some of them don't. Mm-hmm. And um, one one of them I tried had uh, brandy instead of wine, <laughs> which yeah, I, I've seen. I've seen those recipes. Yeah, and I, I don't. I think it's a waste of brandy. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> I personally, I like I like the uh, a little splash of white wine in the gravy. Um, I would like that in any gravy, uh, but mm-hmm. I I don't think that it's worthy of uh brandy i don't think it makes enough difference to bother but anyway i think that for for me i'm gonna stick with creme fraiche if i I have some on the counter and um and i like that tablespoon of dijon in there nice yeah but i I think that's funny that we're both making i know (laughs) (laughs) that you know it gets cold you start (laughs) yep (laughs) oh my gosh i hauled out the slow cooker the other day it's time to oh, do yeah? something. Yeah, it's time to, you know, put something on in the morning and let it be a warm corner in the kitchen all day. It's nice. Yeah. So. Oh, we talked about something besides candy corn. Well, uh, what, do you want to <laughs> elaborate on your favorite recipe? 
we we broke we broke the rules <laughs> it's never too late well we can uh we can save that we'll shelve that uh topic until after halloween when i assume you will have oh yeah when everybody will have a whole bunch of candy yeah. corn <laughs> and between now and then we'll think of something i don't know I have, I mean, I have things I cook for Christmas and Easter and um, Thanksgiving, but I don't really have anything I cook for Halloween. Pretty much the only regular thing is just carving pumpkins, you know? It's not a, I mean, it's a, it's a sweets holiday. It's not a, and, and it's, and it's not even a sweets that you bake. It's, they've got to no. be pre-wrapped and commercially made because we're scared. So, yeah. um, <laughs> so it's not, you know, it's not a f- celebration, yeah. food celebration at all. I don't know. I saw a, a cute pumpkin, a picture of one that I thought was funny. Somebody bought a bunch of golf tees and spray painted them orange and stuck them in a pumpkin, and it looked like a COVID. Oh uh, my gosh! Uh, what do you call it? Virus. Oh, <laughs> I thought that was pretty cute. <laughs> <laughs> I made risotto. I don't, oh yeah. I don't make it often enough. I don't know but why. But that's a fall thing. I mean, to me, that's a fall thing. Yeah, I know. I think it is too. And and I was inspired to make it after talking with you on our last show because you were talking about leeks so much and I have a leek risotto recipe that I really like and I was like I I had to make What that. else did you put in it? Uh well, if it's summertime I I I use pancetta. Uh okay. but if it's summertime I like sugar snap peas and or asparagus but in the Mm-hmm. neither one of those is really happening right now so I used green beans which are still available and really quite mm-hmm. lovely and very local mm-hmm. um, and um, fresh garlic and um, I'm trying to think and uh, I, I threw in frozen peas <laughs> yeah but they're good they're, they're good they're very good and they yeah. you know you can toss them in at the last minute and they're just Swell. Yeah. If, if you're having the queen over, don't do that. But otherwise, it's just fine. <laughs> she never responds. She does not RSVP. That's all I can say no. about her. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's just it's just pancetta and uh, leeks and chicken stock and whatever veg you want to throw in there and uh, a lot of cheese. <laughs> it sounds oh, it sounds really good. It is. It, it's a. Uh, I think it it. Fills the same bill as stew in my mind for a warm stick to your ribs kind of meal. Okay, yeah, so, that may, yeah. yeah, like a vegetarian yeah. stew if you leave the pancetta out. Yeah, that's right. You can do yeah. anything with it, and uh, all you need is a salad, and you're done. So hmm. nice. Yeah. Are you seeing anything on your um, uh, YouTube cooking shows that you like? Um, I see lots of things, but I. Um, I don't think that I've tried any of them since I talked to you last. I need to get some of the um, Korean red chili powder. I it's okay. uh, it's like a it's not gochujang, but it is something like it's a word that's very much like that because it all means hot peppers. So, yeah, some sort of thing, and I tend to substitute gochujang for that because I always have some of that in the fridge, but I want some of that powder because I, it just looks so amazing when I watch people use it on, yeah, on yeah. YouTube. Yeah. It's so fun watching those Asian cooking shows. They're just so beautiful, you know? Yeah. But I do not readily have the banana leaf. 
<laughs> oh my god or the pandan leaf or the curry leaves or know, the know. you know that's the other thing is and and it's i'm not dreaming sure. <laughs> i know unless you want to go on a jag of some sort so that you could use a lot of that stuff sourcing it and then buying uh because you cannot buy a couple of pandan leaves <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Then you really, you know, I don't want to have a bunch of very uh, esoteric ingredients that I've only used a little tiny bit of, and I don't know what else to do with. So, yeah. Uh, but maybe I could go on some sort of a cooking jag like I did with the beef stroganoff, because really my husband had to eat a variation of beef, <laughs> beef stroganoff three times since I talked to you last. <laughs> Dale always gets so afraid. I'm like, it's an experiment. And he always has that look that, I mean, we've been married long enough and I know what it means is, are there beets? <laughs> oh, is that the one? Is that the yep, thing? That, yeah. That was the worst one ever. Yeah. Tom Cream and anchovies and beets. Oh, well. I don't know what I was thinking. Around here, it's lima beans. Tom's oh, always yeah. suspicious See? that I'm trying to <laughs> sneak a lima bean into something. <laughs> and if we if I do any kind of pot of beans at all, it's like, are these lima beans? <laughs> no, they're not. I know you won't tell me, so I have to ask every time. I know because <laughs> because if I don't ask and you don't tell me, I won't know if they're lima beans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, I don't know that there's anything in my personal world that I feel that way about food wise. Is there anything that you just don't want to have any ingredient? No, they would be weird things, you know, like pickled pig's feet. And I know you don't mind those, but I do, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Just things that you wouldn't ordinarily come across. But it's just the beet thing was so horrible that um, uh, it's scarred Dale. So Uh-oh. he just has to make sure that. <laughs> it's it's not there. It's not there it, at all. That's too bad. I like borscht. And yeah, and it is yeah. soup weather, no, and I, I even and like borscht warm. And he'll eat beets. He likes beets, but it's just if I say an ex- it's an experiment, he oh. said, I don't know if there's beets if it came from that oh. same book. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you ever have you ever eaten a Scotch egg? Yes. I used to okay. work the Ren Fair circuit. Oh, okay. Oh, you that's know, great. they're just everywhere. <laughs> okay. Well, um. There's a cooking show on TV. It's a woman named Molly. Yeah, I think is her name Y E H. Uh huh. And um, and she's pretty young. Some, sometimes I'm like prejudiced. You know, I'm like, you're 12. How can you know how to cook? You know, <laughs> you don't have any experience. But I don't but know. She's, I mean, I think she has some good ideas. But um, a, a few summers ago, there's a a bakery down in San Francisco. I like it's called Craftsman and Wolves. And they have this thing, they've called it a rebel within, and it's a muffin. It's a savory muffin. It's a big honking muffin, and it has a soft-boiled egg in the middle. Ooh. So my friend Jerry and I, we tried to recreate this thing. I mean, it cost a whole summer. And the really hard part is, A, soft-boiling an egg, B, peeling it. That yeah. happens successfully one out of 18 times. <laughs> yeah. And then, no, seriously, because you're trying to break the shell, and you just the whole egg. Right, right. Every time. And then getting it in the batter and then not baking it into a hard-boiled egg when you bake the muffin. I mean, it's, it's really hard. So um, and I'm not entirely sure that though we said we were successful that we were, you know, we just kind <laughs> of said it and then, you know, both agreed upon it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Molly Ye was making some um, uh, scotch eggs with soft-boiled eggs inside. And so I was just listening so intently to see how she did it, you know. 
So anyway, she says, first peel some softball legs, and she doesn't show it or anything. She just says, just do it. And oh. I'm just like, oh, I hate TV. <laughs> <laughs> like, all these peeled softball legs just magically appeared, you know? Yeah, of uh, course. Anyway. And, you know, That's staff. It. It's so not, not like you yeah. actually do I know, it. I know. It's I know. some hapless anyway. intern is doing it. I know. Oh. So now I don't like her anymore. Oh, Molly. <laughs> We're sorry, but you lost a fan. I want to stuff them with candy corn. I don't. I've never had a Scotch egg with a soft-boiled egg in the middle. No, me either. I've never even heard of it. Yeah, I'm not big on Scotch eggs. I don't know. They just don't do it for me. I don't hate them. I wouldn't go out of my way to have one. No, but it's a big solid ball of you know. Yeah. Right. I know. All, you know, protein, heavy protein. Get a week's worth in one snack. (laughs) Yes, yes. Yes. and then there's that lovely dry yolk in the middle. Mm. Nothing like it. (laughs) (laughs) I Yeah, that's another thing I'm not crazy about, although I got to say I don't dislike hard-boiled eggs. I like deviled eggs better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm just not... That big, but I think in thinking about foods that I just don't want to eat, and I'm, mm-hmm. I can't think of any. I can think of foods that I wouldn't choose on a menu just because uh, they're not in my, you know, top five or something. Mm-hmm. Like pasta, pasta is not uh, my. I don't dislike pasta. I just wouldn't choose it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and you have a really adventurous palate, so I'm pretty pedestrian. I don't know that that's true. Yeah. You do a lot of Asian cooking. Yeah, but that's because I worked in a Chinese restaurant for so many years. Otherwise, I'd just be all about the hot dish. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, with an excuse, you are from hot dish country. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of uh, really like hot dishes, too. I mean, I'm like... If I really want to make my husband smile, I make scalloped potatoes. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't matter if they're um, uh, like lox lotus style with smoked salmon or whether they have ham or whether they're just potatoes. Yeah. It it always is like a very um, happy thing to show up on the table. (laughs) Yeah. And I made, I think the only casserole I make regularly is a wild rice one, but I, re- I really like it. And um, I love wild rice. Just any way you can have that. I just really like it. So I, I um, really like uh, your wild rice soup. Thanks. Thanks. And that's something that I always make around Thanksgiving, you know, yeah. so I can put leftover turkey in it. And it's something that's just a little bit different than Thanksgiving dinner, one of the days of leftovers. You know? Yeah. Do you... Um... Uh, did you see that there's a zillion uh, turkeys being recalled? No. Yes. Uh, this is a news item, so I am not... Late breaking news. Um, uh, Butterball has recalled like 14,000 turkeys because people wow. found uh, plastic in them. Weird. Well, I know, but I'm just saying there may be, in addition to all the other shortages, there may be a yeah. turkey shortage. I don't know. That's not a lot of turkeys compared to the number of turkeys that are out there for Thanksgiving, yeah. but available for purchase. But Yeah, um, that's just like turkeys for Astoria. Yeah, right. 
<laughs> Somebody can have mine. I don't buy a turkey. So um, <laughs> I'm wondering what you put in your wild rice casserole. So um, I make it pretty much the same every time. I make a white sauce. So I just take some butter and flour, stir them together, and then add milk until it's, you know, um, not super thick. You don't want it gloppy, but you don't want it runny. And then I put a lot of pepper in that. And then um, let's see. I cook some wild rice, and, and wild rice, maybe people don't use it so much because it takes a long time to cook. You don't have to measure the water like you do with white or brown rice. You want a lot of water, and then you put your brown or put your wild rice in it, and then you got to boil it like 75 minutes, like, you know. A long keep time. It a long time, yeah. So um, I don't even make it in the rice cooker because it just makes such a mess. All that steam bubbling out, all that snot for all those <laughs> minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but so I cook some wild rice and then um, let's see, I cook some green beans. Uh, I cook because they just, if you, they don't cook in the baking process, they just kind of turn chewy and weird. So uh-huh. I cook those first and bottom first and then wild rice, some chicken. Um, I'll just use whatever chicken I have. This time I just um, cut up some chicken thighs and um, just quick sauteed them. But usually it's, it's a rotisserie chicken that I'm just breaking uh-huh. up into it. And then, um, uh, come on, Linda, there's other stuff in there. Oh, I, I put some brown rice in there. So about half brown rice, half wild rice, chicken, green beans, um, white sauce, and cheese, and a lot of mushrooms. And um, then I, I just bake it, and I like it. I think it's good. It sounds really delicious to yeah. me. Very delicious. <laughs> it's very wintry. Yeah. I, um, when I was, uh, I baked or didn't bake it. I roasted a bunch of vegetables because I had those delicata squashes that I bought. And um, I cut some Brussels sprouts in half and I roasted those at the same time. And a lot of the leaves fell off and um, I really like them. Ooh, I like they them get better crispy. than, yeah. yeah, I like them better than kale chips. Yeah. They're I might even try fabulous. to do a thing of not just an accidental falling off thing, but a real thing. They uh-huh. were really, really good. They are so good. And I was just in, in, Thinking about wintery things, I was going to ask you your favorite way to do uh, Brussels sprouts because they're coming in and we can have them all winter long. I'm yeah, I love Brussels sprouts in almost every way that I've ever cooked them. I love them. Yeah, but yeah. I do uh, th- those. I mean, I think of that as the cook's treat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the little crunchy things. Yeah, it's if true, I roasted never, them, I've, you yeah, know. if I put them in the container, they're just going to get soggy. So you're right. I mean, nobody else has ever seen them. I'm just like, nom, 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 nom. yeah, that's right. They didn't happen. All evidence <laughs> <No>. has been destroyed. <laughs> you're so right. You're totally right. <laughs> and they're also extra, specially delicious because that's the part that got the toss. You know, when you toss in olive oil and salt and pepper, the outer leaves are the ones that get the most of that. So. Um, when they They're crisp up, yeah, yeah, they really are so delicious. Oh, yeah. yum. I also like Brussels sprouts, you know, julienned really fine and sautéed, uh, just pan-fried with uh, some pancetta or bacon and um, any kind of onion product you might have on hand and yeah. a little garlic, just so good. So oh, good. Do you think that they lose their Brussels sproutness, though, and they just kind of like a cabbage substitute when you do that? Uh, yeah, that to, I think that that is true to some degree, but you cannot insult me by becoming a cabbage substitute. I like, I like <laughs> <Okay>. cabbage. <laughs> no, I do too. I do too. I like it cooked <laughs> the same way, actually. 
Hey, yeah. oh, I am way past the point where I normally would remind people that Food Talk is a co-production of KMUN and North Coast Food Web, which sponsors a local foods market every Thursday. And uh, for more information about those two fine nonprofits, KMUN.org and NorthCoastFoodWeb.org, we're... Um, maybe like four minutes left. So we have to choose <laughs> carefully. We have to choose carefully what we're going to talk about or else we'll, we won't have time. <laughs> oh, now I feel pressure. <laughs> oh, I watched uh, someone, speaking of uh, vi- food videos, I watched someone make a um, passion fruit curd. Oh, yeah? Yes, the other day. And uh, passion fruit is one of my very favorite. Oh, it's delicious. Oh, it is so good. And I thought uh, there's so many uh, ways that I would use that curd. And it never occurred to me, occurred to me, that... That I you could buy like frozen uh, uh, passion fruit uh, like puree. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. At the um, local restaurant supply store, I've seen it for sure. I'm gonna look for it because I think yeah. passion fruit curd is uh, coming right up on my list of things I simply must try. <laughs> and I've seen a really interesting fruit mix that, of course, I didn't buy because why would I do that? <laughs> But um, at one of the local grocery stores, and it was dragon fruit and passion fruit and mango. Really? I should have I bought that, yeah. Like a puree? No, it was chunks. Oh, no kidding. Oh. Frozen, yeah. That sounded like something I would want to make something out of. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and also a little summer in the in winter, you know, tropical fruit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> frozen (laughs) brighten up your day yeah well um i did something by mistake um (laughs) (laughs) which is i I hope is it one of bob ross's happy accidents (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i'll let you decide so um i drank iced coffee in the morning and i put a little cream in it and um i had a um glass that i thought was just ice but it had some of that coffee in the bottom and i poured root beer into it (laughs) Oh, and I drank it, and it kind of tasted like a root beer float. But maybe that somebody had put a cigarette out in. Oh, God. <laughs> oh you mean like Thai iced tea? That's what yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway, I didn't die, but I thought that was funny. I'm like, oh, it kind of tastes like a root beer float. And then there was that after coffee bitterness. I'm like, oh, that somebody put a cigarette out in. <laughs> Who's so been smoking in my house? <laughs> it was it was just a surprise. What have I done? Oh, there was so, coffee in there. Not uh, <laughs> not likely to recreate that on purpose. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then um, there's something that I saw that I've seen it before, and I really like it. It's just this this list on the internet about the pros and cons of making food. You know, about making your own food. Oh right, right. And, um, yeah. So uh, the pros are food, and the cons are making. so true some days oh i know i I gotta say i had just uh, there were a couple days since i talked to you last when i just hit the wall about cooking and and i i like to cook i don't resent cooking but there are Mm -mm. times when i have just had it 
Yep. You know, just candy corn for everyone. (laughs) Really, more's the pity I didn't have some of that. But (laughs) I just want the guy to knock on my door and hand me a pizza. I mean, seriously, Mm -hmm. it's uh, I'm done. I I don't know. I I blame it on the pandemic more than anything because, you know, we are um, we are forced. (laughs) Well, and it's just so much more prevalent. Yeah, exactly. With the pandemic, yeah. Yep. It's never over. No. <laughs> I wonder if you have any last thoughts. We just have a few seconds. No, how about you? My brain is a goo. <laughs> no, but I am going to immediately Google candy corn and see what we can tell everyone next time. <laughs> because it'll still be a time for uh, Halloween, won't it? I think maybe, it maybe I'll pour some root beer on some. <laughs> yeah. We'll get back to you on that, everyone. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to Food Talk. And Linda... Perkins, thank you so much. Thank you, Marianne. So nice talking with you. Always. Well, every morning when I wake, I shiver and I shake. I get a little booster on my morning coffee break. Go, cat, go to the cappuccino boogie. Go, cat, go to the cappuccino boogie. The cappuccino boogie make my whole day jump and swing.